Welcome to a draft. Uh, we're going to call this a draft special episode of NY Just Fans for hosts Davin, Sharman, Chris, and Kyle. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. As um, Kyle will be one of the hosts to do the draft, these draft episodes with us. So um, we'll be doing this every Saturday or Sunday. So be on the lookout for it. Um, tonight, we'll be talking about our top five pick for quarterbacks coming into the draft and running backs. So this should be very special. We probably have some different picks here and there, and we'll explain why. So, um, Kyle, since since you're on your uh, first episode with us, you can um, give us your top five and the reason why you have them at top five, your top five pick. Okay. All right. Um, as of right now, as I said, my uh, top five uh, QBs is – of course, um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, also, uh, Zach Wilson. I have uh, Fields, Mac Jones, and Trask as my top five. Um, now, I remember we had a conversation, Kyle, and you had trash at number two. So I just wanted to know what's, what's with the change. Can, can, oh. can you give me a, a change a update on that? Okay. If, you, if we're talking about an order, uh, that was just me running off the, the top five. Um, Correct. Right. And I said in order right now, it would definitely still be Lawrence at number one. Um, I now have I have um, I moved Fields up to two, and the reason why I moved Fields up to two is something that I looked at in terms of just um, I guess a more overall type of um, overall type of view. Um, looking at Fields production and also looking at um, the strength of schedule that he's had, like he's put up those type numbers playing against um, some of the more top uh, teams, you know, in the league. Um, follow, I would say following him, I would have um, Mac Jones for the similar reasons. Um, in terms of competition, um, after him, I'll have, um, I should say, after him, I would say, which would probably be the controversial one, which would be trash. I know people don't like him for based on his um, mobility, but I think, um, just based on certain things that I've seen in terms of him reading defenses and making certain throws under pressure, um, I had like that st- stood out to me. Um, and also, that, uh, real quick, Kyle, before you go go to your last one, um, could you could you explain more about uh, the Miami, the college Miami? They they didn't have no no rushing game whatsoever. And that's how oh, Trask yeah. is able to put up his numbers. Uh, could you give us a little bit more on that? 
on why you chose trash? Oh, yeah. Well, that was also like uh, something that I uh, <clears throat> that I looked at in terms of the the Russian game that um, complemented some of these quarterbacks. Uh, Trask was able to do what he did and his top rusher in terms of um, I guess um, yards gain, I think was something like uh, 500 yards or something like that, where Jesus. you have people like Lawrence and Mac Jones, who now I actually also believe um, um, Zach Wilson, they've all, they all had thousand yard rushers that were um, in their backfield, which, you know, <clears throat> inevitably helps to, um, you know, to be someone productive in the, in the passing game. And not to also mention that Trask is um, his top target is, though a very special target, he's still a tight end. So I think to, to me that um, that kind of speaks volumes into uh, the type of, to me, the type of quarterback he is in that who he can possibly be on the next level under, you know, the right, um, under the right system. And, uh, and then the last and your last pick. The last one would be um, Mac Jones. Um, I I have him last only because like he was surrounded by talent. Like if, if you think about it, <clears throat> there's a possibility for two of his starting wide receivers and a starting running back to go in the first round. And Last year, like I said, didn't he? He had um, one of his receivers go into the first round as well. So he's he's been surrounded by by talent. So for him to not be productive would have been a really big knock on him with who he was surrounded by. Mm. Right. That's a, that's good. Good interesting points on your uh, on your top on your top five picks. Um, Chris, go, go right ahead. Next up. I got my, you know, everybody's first is Trevor Lawrence. That's the no doubter. Um, that's the easy one. Uh, I was going to say Justin Fields, too, is my second one. But to me, him and Wilson are really close. To me, you could flip-flop them two and three for me. So, you know, whichever way you want to do it. I'll, I'll say Zach Wilson only because it looks like we're leaning towards Zach Wilson and we're going to draft him. And, um, you know, and I just heard uh, McShay, uh, Michael K the other day, and he was saying Zach Wilson is clearly the number two guy now. So, all right. He obviously knows more than me. So I'll, I'll put him as number two, Justin Fields. I like, I like a lot. Um, his toughness as well. Um, you got to love that kid. Um, so I'm going to put him three. Uh, my number four, I, I'm going to say Trey Lance. I mean, I know he's a boomer bust and I know, you know, he only played one game this year because they opted out, but his highlight film from the previous year is just unreal. I mean, it's just, you watch it and you're just like, this can't be true. You know, I get it. He's playing for North Dakota state and, you know, obviously the, 
the strength of his competition is not not as big as the other guys. So, yeah, but this kid's got everything. So, I mean, in my dreamland, I would have, and I, I've already spoke about this too. I would love to see the Jets, you know, try to trade down a few spots and still be able to get Trey Lance. That's how much I like Trey Lance, but I know that's not going to happen. I know if they're going to draft a quarterback, it's going to be at number two. So, but anyway, I Trey Lance would be my number four. Um, and then five, um, you know what? I kind of like Tress too. The more Kyle talked about him, I like him a lot too. But, you know, Mac Jones is probably just a, a little bit higher for me. And yeah, he had the, you know, incredible weapons with him. He's those two guys are probably, you know, like you said, easily two wide receivers are going in the first round. His running back is going in the first round. But um, you know what? He made all the throws. So, and he's got decent size. You know, he's a guy that, that looks like he could fit in with uh, New England or Pittsburgh flawlessly. You know, he's, he's got a shot at, at playing at those teams. So we'll see. But that's that would be my five. Good, got you. Good, good picks overall. Either way, um, Charmin, go right ahead because I know you're going to go more into the schemes and the and and the why you you choose tonight or what you choose. And so go right ahead, Charmin. Yeah, I have I have Lawrence as first, and uh, just to go in a little bit, the reason why I have Lawrence as a first, um, uh, the blend of what he could give you, literally um, as a as a quarterback. The fact that he has outstanding athleticism, he, he could run the ball. Um, he's shown that he could do that. Um, he could do it very well. Um, he has an elite arm strength and elite accuracy. And you you don't see all those things together in a package together with, with anticipation and high football IQ and kind of a great leader. Like that's one of the reasons why he is what he is um, and why everybody thinks he is uh, the best quarterback coming out of college right now. He's a little bit of a skinny dude um, and a little lanky, you know, lanky, but I think over time he's going to put a little bit of muscle in there and it's going to be fine. But yeah, when all the things I mentioned, that's one of the reasons why he just does those things better than everybody else does. Um, Of course, He's a young QB, so there's things about his game that's off that he needs to work more on primarily. Uh, he's kind of, uh, there's a little bit of an inconsistency in how he reads, um, goes through his reads, and that's normal for quarter, college quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, now, this is where this is where I kind of, uh, uh, my issue with, just like Chris said, uh, with Zach, Zach Wilson and, and, and Justin Fields. For me, and there's the only reason why I choose Zach Wilson over Justin Fields is because I feel like Zach Wilson is more of a scheme-friendly quarterback. I don't think there's a scheme that he can't run. I think the difference, that's the specific difference between the two guys. Um, I know that he has, you know, he has stuff that he needs to work on that I think um, Phil's has over him, but the fact that he could play within specific schemes and, and Justin Fields uh, um, with his outstanding athleticism and everything like that, 
um, add, added to the game. Zach Wilson has the same things. Um, I think, I think, yes, you want to take strength of schedule and into, you know, um, you want to, you want to really look at that. And yes, Justin Field played against a lot of high end talent, but he also played in an offense that is known for being one, probably one of the better offenses scheme wise in, in college football. Um, that's in like a notorious offense. Everybody knows that it's like, you don't see a lot of switch releases and stuff like that on the edges um, in college football. Um, Ohio State does that more than everybody else, um, in my opinion. So I, 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 I will side with Zach Wilson by a hair as number two, Justin Fields three. Uh, and and I, I picked Trask as four. And the reason why I picked Trask as four is because his ability to anticipate and his understanding of leverage when he makes throws and manipulate defenses within the scheme of his offense shows me an ability that could be worked with in a, in a particular offense in the NFL. If he goes to the right kind of offensive coordinator, you could create a monster with that guy. Even if he does not have the physical attributes or does not, you know, move as quickly as you want him to, which is what is what worries me about him, because you're not gonna go through an NFL um, season without being hurried. There's too many high-end edge rushes and interior players that will force you to move your feet, and if you don't have that kind of foot quickness to kind of create space or create time for yourself within the pocket, you're going to have a major issue. Um, but if the scheme works in his, in his, uh, to create time for him, um, he could be really good. So that's why I have him at four and I have Mac Jones at five. And the reason why I have Mac Jones in, instead of Trey Lance is because I think Trey Lance has a ways to go to be an NFL quarterback. Um, yes, his highlights are ridiculous. Uh, but is that translatable to the NFL? You know, I don't know. And that, that's 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 a, that's that's why I can't put him in in front of Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones again. Um, yes, he had a, a lot of talent, but you don't make some of those throws, and 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 uh, be able to throw the way he does. You know, and and he has those intangibles too, which. You know, you have all these guys with all this, you know, all these skilled players with all these, uh, um, you know, all those bravado, all that bravado and all that. Hey, man, I'm, I'm the biggest dude on campus. And he's the QB and he's leading all those guys. So to be able to get these guys to play with him and play for him in an offense, to me, kind of uh, shines a light on his, uh, his athleticism. <laughs> it's funny to me, you know. Um, uh, the fact that he he does not really it seems like he does he doesn't lift a weight ever and and um, and uh, that kind of reminds me of the fact that Tom Brady was looked like a dude that he, was a nerd in science class but he played football uh, kind of a little bit please don't kill me because I I'm not saying Mac Jones is Brady at all I'm just saying there's this specific thing. That reminded me of watching Brady um, do the um, do the um, 
the <laughs> do the reps uh, run around the field and stuff in the in the um uh, what's that what's the um I, for some reason i can't i can't come up with it in my mind but um Talk about the combine the combine yeah thanks kyle um thanks for the save um <laughs> but yeah he you know um he just reminds me of that kind of guy he's like he's not very athletic um, but he understands where he is in the pocket and he understands how to get out of harm's way in within the pocket so he's not even if he's not the most athletic guys guy he's understanding of his protection understanding of his scheme understanding of where the pressure is coming always allows him to get out of harm's way quickly um so so that really plays in in into the fact that I, the reason why i have him in my top five and i think again with all those guys it 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 it, it, it behoove it would behoove anyone uh, projecting these guys to to say this that the only way a lot of those guys are going to work out is if somebody they land in the in the most perfect spot the two or three guys that i think that probably would thrive no matter what are my top three other than that everybody else would need specific guidance from a specific scheme a specific kind of play caller to do well uh, so i'm guessing it's my turn um <laughs> Uh, number one, of course, is without a doubt Trevor Lawrence. I've been paying attention to him since the um, since his freshman year against Alabama when he was making making plays as 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 an NFL quarterback. He got that. He's got that eye, you know, like the like the um, like Kano from Mortal Kombat. He got the <laughs> he got that he got that instinct, you know, and and that's the type of guy that you need just. You know, it's just my forte, you know, and this, and that's, a, and I like them hands, hands down. Um, so, you know, Trevor Lawrence, number one, and hands down, number two is, of course, Zach Wilson. It's, it, you can ask Charmin and Chris, I think the first time I talked about him was, I think it was from uh, Connor Rogers, shout out to Connor Rogers. Um, the kid is crazy, man. T- tough and competitive, you know, and he has that awareness and he has that arm strength. And, you know, but I get where Kyle was coming from of not being a big fan of him because of the opponents um, that that Wilson has played against. But I feel like the same has happened with, with Josh Allen and Josh Allen is, is doing good. So I... I'm definitely on on the verge of Zach Wilson. Um, no matter if he falls to us or not, he was still my number two guy, hands down. Now this is where it got tough for me. Number three, I love I, I I like Justin Fields. I can't say I love him. I like I like Justin Fields, um, but I like Mac. I think I like Mac Jones better. Seventy seven percent. Uh, <laughs> completion that is ridiculous, and just like you said, Charmin, I, I had, I actually had him being drafted by the Patriots, which is crazy. But I feel like you know when you play in the right system, you can, you can, he can bring you wins as long as you can, as long as you bring the guys with him in order to to make it happen. So I actually had Mac Jones, I, and I know that he got Najee Harris. Waddle and um, Devonta Smith, but 
if the kid could do his thing, then I'm 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 going with Mac Jones number three. Um, number four is just Justin Fields. He's gonna he's gonna be a starter hands down, and you can't you can't knock off his his toughness and and the opponents he played you know, he played against. So he could just like Justin Fields could be three, he could be two, just like y'all said, but. It's, this is, you know, this is my top five, but I had Phil's in number four. And um, number five was, number five for me was very tough. Um, I, I, I was, I, I wanted, I want to say, I wanted to put the tie, but, but it ain't no ties, right? So um, I would, I would put Trask in number five. Um, I was going to go with Trey Lance, but Trey Lance is coming in as a raw prospect. And he's going to have some technical issues. So this Trey Lance could be either a boom or a bust. So, and I feel like uh, Travis, he gives me that Ben Vocklesberger um, type of quarterback. So, but, but the, the early days, not, not the, not, not now Ben Vocklesberger, no disrespect, but <laughs> the early Ben Vocklesberger. So um, I would put trash in number five. Um, so now, so now that we, talked about our top five where how many quarterbacks y'all think could get drafted in the first round five definitely five for me it's definitely going to be five i i i i i doubt five um i in i think i think at least two of those guys we mentioned today are going to be going to drop to the second round because there's a plethora of wide receivers that are going to go first there's corners, a plethora of offensive linemen, um, linebackers, um, safeties that I see going that going, especially at the end of the first round. Um, so I don't think all five are gonna go. I think I think I, I think the top three. I think we all have them kind of uh, in different ways. Um, probably the top three and are gonna stay up. Um, I think I think at least two of the guys that we talk about are going to drop to the second round. Um, I would say I, I'm going to go with three with the possibility of four. And the reason why I say that is because with um, the present quarterback carousel that's going along, you know, going around right now, you know, with potential trades like um, – you know, with uh, Wentz possibly being moved and uh, San Fran maybe moving on from Garoppolo, like depending on where those guys go and, you know, uh, who's actually looking for a quarterback above that, um, I think would determine, you know, how many people go. I, I I have at least four, um, top top three of course, and and whoever and whoever else. Um, I think I think the other guys could get drafted in the second round. I don't see I don't see no no lower than maybe third round, but I would go with <laughs> I would go with four. And if Chris if Chris if you if you write on five man, we gonna we might have to take a shot. You might have to take a shot at looking for that, man. <laughs> I, I'm de- I think, listen, Lawrence is definitely going. Fields is definitely going. And Wilson is without a doubt going, right? That's a definite. And Trey Lance, 
someone's going to take a shot at him and someone's going to draft Mac Jones. And I think you might be right, Davin, with Mac Jones with New England. Trey Lance, I could see, man. Uh, and like Kyle said, depending on where the quarterback carousel, you know, eventually lands with Wentz, not that Wentz is going to make that big of a deal because let's say Wentz goes to the Colts, the Eagles are still going to have hurts. I don't think they're going to draft the quarterback early. Um, but, uh, and I could, I could see without a doubt, somebody moving up or somebody taking Lance if, if they fall to him, like a team like Washington, a team like Carolina. Um, and you know what, Chris, Washington is actually still looking for a quarterback, even though they signed, uh, the kid, uh, Heineke to a two year contract, they still looking for a quarterback. So you might, you might be right. You, I mean, you actually kid, might be right with five. I mean, that kid looked solid in, in the playoff game. He did. I, I'm, and I was like, and I was shocked that he did look as good as he did, but it's one game. You know, you don't know what this kid's going to do in 16 in a 16 and possibly 17 game season that we might right. have. So, and you can't trust uh, Kyle Allen either. No, and of course, you still got um, what's his name there too, Alex Smith, and you know how long is he going to last physically? You know, you don't know. So, I could, without a doubt, I, I'm if I'm if I'm betting, I'm betting five guys are going to go in the first round. You're possibly right, and if, and if so, I'll definitely take a shot. I don't know if uh, Sean and Kyle will be with me, but yeah, I'll take a <laughs> hey, shot. If one of them drops, if <laughs> sure, one of them, if one or two drops, hey, good for the, the team that's going to get him in the second round. But I, right. I, I'm guessing five. That would be my guess. I think I think this quarterback uh, group was better than the Sam Darnold, uh, Baker Mayfield group. Um, it's <laughs> I, I mean, Josh, I mean, Josh Allen was the only well, Baker Mayfield kind of survived, but Josh Allen seemed like the only one survived out of everybody so far. I mean, the less if we see Darnold improve, then maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, you have to give 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 Darnold like a give Darnold a break at least for the two years that he was under Adam Gase. So right. let's put a question mark. <laughs> I on mean, that. that's why I said we we get we we giving him good no, peace, but but this is this is no Tannehill situation. <laughs> we hey, this is not for a little slack off. So don't don't say anything bad. He played much better. Than um, than Sam did. So this is the this is the this is the issue with evaluations coming out of college. Like whatever you saw going into the NFL, um, I think I think it's reasonable to say that. Like I like I think like I said when I was given my top five, that you literally cannot tell what's gonna happen when they go to where, whatever this uh, destination they end up in. Um, because there's, unfortunately, there is some uh, subpar coaching in the NFL and you just happen to end up landing in some of those spots, especially being a young QB that needs the proper guidance. Uh, one false move and then you're going downstream instead of upstream, you know, so, um, I, I never, I, I'm, I, I've said this before, I, I never thought, I, I, I don't think Sam Donald is done. I just think that he needs to be rerouted, you know, and that's it. I still think his, his talent is still there. 
you know, but who's but the, the whoever the play caller is and whoever the organization is, they're going to have to bet on him, bet on the fact that he's going to turn everything around, you know, and and and, and you know, get some south for those those scars that he got playing in New York under the you know, under the Adam Gates regime. That's but, why I feel like Kyle Shanahan could be that guy that can get Donald back on the right foot. Not true. That's why, because that, I love that, Kyle Shanahan. Right. I love him, but but is he is he willing? This is this is the thing. It's like, hey man, is is it, it because because we could say whatever we want right now, but what what is he saying? What what does he see? What you know? Does he think that uh, Sam Donald's uh, uh, attributes fit what he does, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be the, that's the question, you know, um, yeah. we'll, and, we'll see. And you know what, the team that's taking them on, you know, they have to be right because listen, and you have to, you have to bring this up when you talk about quarterbacks, especially with Sam, he's, this is going to be his fourth year. And we all know about the fifth year option on the quarterbacks. That's a mm-hmm. big option to add. So Let's say if you're wrong and you give up a first round pick for him, like like we've heard Chef to say that they, you know, that they're gonna probably get a first round pick for him. If you give up a first round pick for a quarterback, you know, you're you're giving him, you know, you're saying, listen, this kid, he's got a very good chance of being our franchise quarterback. And if you're wrong, not only did you waste that, okay, you're you're gonna push your team back a couple of years. Right now, you're talking about Shanahan with San Francisco. They already got Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, if you're giving him up to take on Sam, you know, you're, you're giving up a guy that's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't all him. I get it. The defense played well, right? But you know what? He still led that team to the Super Bowl. So now you're going you're gonna to throw him away, trade him away, and take on Sam Donald. And now if you're wrong, what do you do? Do you activate that fifth-year option for twenty-five million or whatever it's going to cost you? I don't know. It, it's a mm. big, it's a big challenge. That's why I'm shocked. That's <laughs> why I'm gamble. shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. You, the Jets are going to get a first-round pick for him. I, I I'll be shocked. I'm, I'm not. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't get right. it. That's a big hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. But you know, I said that too. I said you think that they somebody is going to take that gamble with the first pick. I, I won't be shocked at all. It's the NFL. Somebody feel like that that they can they can get them back on track. That he'll be able to take them to at least the playoffs or to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah, a big a... look at if, if you're saying chat. I'm not saying you personally, but in general, if a guy like Shanahan brings him on, you're like you're expecting this guy to be a Super Bowl quarterback, like right away, because you got that wow. in Jimmy G, right? If I could see if Carolina <laughs> takes him on or uh, the Redskins take him on, yeah, that's okay. You know, you're trying you're you're trying for an upgrade, but look at the upgrade you're you're asking Sam to be in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, I. I Listen, if the Jets get a first round pick, yeah, that's awesome. I just don't, I can't understand it. You know, I, do, do they really think of Sam that high? I guess they do. Said, said if we get the number, excuse my language, but if we get that number 12 or that number eight pick, yeah. hey, then, then give it to us. We'll take it. Right. That's another franchise player for us. Even, even a couple of seconds for him or something. That's pretty amazing for a guy that's been, 
I mean, look what we've seen the last three years. I wouldn't give up a high pick for that. Well, this is the thing, though. Now, evaluating a player in a scheme that's not the scheme you're going to put implement him in and, and is, is, is actually watching the film and saying, okay, he could do this. Does this fit in what I do? You know, because because as much as as much as we like to bash him and what he did, which rightfully so, he was really bad. One of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL last year. But there's specific times and things that he does and he did that might fit into other schemes. And that's what that's what we're we're uh, betting on when we say, oh, we might he might get a first round pick, you know, because because every he did not lose everything. He lost a lot, you know. So you're saying, so you're saying, watching his film previous to last year, and then you're watching last year's film, and you're watching what and knowing what your scheme is. You're saying I, you could project that he could fit in what you do. So what he did in Adam Gase's scheme, no matter how bad it is, maybe you could watch Adam Gacy's scheme and say, man, listen, you did this to the kid. That probably didn't, should, didn't work in your scheme, but I could do it this way and it could work for him. Now, this is one of the, the things about NFL coaches. There's a lot of confidence, uh, damn near hubris in the way NFL coaches do stuff sometimes. You know, they... You know, they overlook a lot of things and they have a lot of confidence in what they could bring out of players. That's one of the reasons why we hear these, oh, we could get Sam Donald for a first round pick kind of thing getting thrown around. If this was some other kind of uh, position, uh, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be looking at it that way. But um, I, I'm, like I said, I, I still think he could be saved. But it would take somebody that has high confidence in not only their scheme, but in their teaching method to actually extract or bring back or replace <laughs> or, 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 or instill in some of the things that he's, is missing in his game and actually have him reach the ceiling that everybody thought that he had before. That's going to be a tall task, in my opinion, but I mean, might be able hey. to be done. They yeah. probably saw that first year. They probably saw the first year, um, the last eight games of Darnold when he was when he showed them the flashes that you know that that passing that elite quarterback level, you know. And they probably and when Gaze came in, it was just a whole new story. They probably looking at it and saying we could probably get him back to those last eight games of that of his rookie season when he was showing a real good flash. Whatever the last four games, whatever how many games it was, you know. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they feel like they can get him back to that. Whoever takes that chance on him, if they take the chance on him, because we don't know what's going to happen. So here's all right. Here's here's a good question though. Of the guys that we're talking about in our top five, obviously, who do we mm-hmm. see take going number two for us? Is it is I think it's I think it's more or less it's going to be Zach Wilson. But what well, what do you guys think? You think there's zero chance it's anybody else? It's not zero chance there's anybody else, in my opinion. Um, I, I do love Zach Wilson. Um, I think I think he does fit that scheme. Like I said, I think he's scheme friendly. I think he could play any scheme, but um, that's why I think he could play it. 
but I think um, I think Zach um, I think Fields also fits the scheme, you know, and and uh, specific the specificity of what he could do within a, a Shanahan like scheme. Which again, as much as you want to say what what uh, what um, what our new offensive coordinator is going to call, it's going to have parts of what Shanahan does, of course. But he's is gonna it's gonna be his own also. So there's gonna be wrinkles to it that don't exist in what the 49ers do on offense. So that particular offense is gonna be a newer offense, and it has and that's why as much as I, I I what I want or what I feel like he should do, I I would I'm waiting to see what that scheme looks like, you know, and by then he would have had drafted whoever he's drafted already. So in a, long story short, I want feel, I want, uh, I want Wilson. I think Wilson has the um, ability, could have the ability to be a very good quarterback, but I don't think fields is that far behind, but I think those two guys fit what, what he might be looking to do in New York. No. Oh, yeah. Um, I, it, it's too. It's it's all dependent on Donald. At at the end of the day, um, you trade him. Uh, you trade him, Zach Wilson. Uh, you don't trade him. You trade down. You trade down, and you get and you get the extra picks. Definitely. So it's fifty. So it's so I'm on fifty fifty. But that that's that's just how I I feel. It's either going to be a trade down. We get a whole whole lot of hella extra picks, <laughs> or we or we or we draft Zach Wilson and Darnold is gone, but we but we still won't know because we still have a whole what two like close to two months before the draft, so we we still have a long way to go. <laughs> but at least free agency and everything start next month, so hopefully we'll know that before next month. Um, what do you, what do you think, Kyle? Um, what do I think we're going to do? Um, if we don't get a quarterback in some sort of trade, um, I think they probably will go with Wilson, even though that's not my, um, ideal pick at number two. Um, if, if I had the opportunity based on, um, I guess who's available, Honestly, if I had to and was able to trade down with a team to um, maybe like in with kind of like with Carolina at eight or whatever, um, if something like that can happen, then at eight, I think even though Trask is my personal favorite, I would probably go Mac Jones at eight. And the reason why I say that is um, – like you mentioned before, in terms of the accuracy, um, completing 77% of your passes um, is quite an accomplishment, even though, like you said, you have, like I said previously, like you have that elite talent around you. Um, but I think based on just overall skill set, he kind of reminds me of what. Pennington probably would have been with us if he had an arm. Wow. I think he can, I think in the right situation, he can be that for us. 
Wow. <laughs> that that that's the that's the, that's the most shocking thing I've I've heard from from anybody for what anybody say, Kyle. Wow. You know Kyle would you know Kyle would bring the controversy. Come on, man. Really? <laughs> Part of the hey, reason why I we brought him here. Come on, with the Chad Pennington. <laughs> hey, I didn't expect the Chad Pennington line. I don't see Matt going top ten, but you never know. Listen, with quarterbacks, quarterbacks. It, it, we've seen it, man. Teams, teams right now, they're hungry for quarterbacks, and we see it just with just with our discussion with Sam Donald. If they're willing to give up a first round pick for this guy, you know, quarterbacks are are a huge need in our in our league, and and it's probably one of the thinner positions in the league as well. I think so, I think there's there is something that indicated to me it's too it's it's too pronged. Definitely, when you look at it. Um, that uh, a report came out about Carolina wanting to give up their eighth pick for for um, for Matthew Matt Stafford, Stafford, right? Um, I know Matthew, well, I know what Matthew Stafford is, but what does that tell you about what Carolina thinks of the quarterback that might drop to number eight to them? If if they're willing to, but also what about Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater? Right, <laughs> that's a big well, yes. Yeah. Well, crazy. we 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 know we know we know what Teddy Bridgewater is. I mean, I don't think anybody yeah. really had a, yeah, yeah. A, a thought in any way that he wasn't what he what he was. I mean, why give him that got that uh that uh contract if they knew that uh he wasn't going to be who they thought he was going to be in one year. That's that. That's that's again. That goes back to what I was talking about a while ago. A lot of coaches they 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 think they could draw out things out of players <laughs> that players just don't have, you know, because because in in reality that's what that's what makes your re- your resume, you know, as a coach. If you take a guy that everybody doubts or everybody has a kind of a 50-50 look at look at, and they're like, yeah, I don't know about that guy. You all of a sudden take him and he's throwing for four thousand yards, thirty uh, something touchdowns on your in your scheme. What do you look like? You look like a freaking mastermind. So, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why. Um, that's one of the reasons why uh, Bill Belichick is viewed as the coach that he's viewed as. You know, as bad as Bill Belichick has has been as a GM, ain't nobody really talks about that. People only talk about the fact that he picked Tom Brady and Tom Brady ended up turning into the best quarterback you've seen in a long time. So, mm. you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, hold, hold up. I'm just saying real quick. Um, with Teddy Bridgewater, we like that. Maybe that's why they're giving up that eighth overall pick because they know what Teddy Bridgewater, they're trying to get rid of that contract from Teddy Bridgewater too. Yeah. Because I don't even course. know what's his dead cap. Um, yeah. If he's cut, it's twenty. Um, if it, if he's traded, it's ten. That's not bad. That's that's not that's bad, not at, bad all. at all. That's yeah. not bad. That's that's not bad. You you better off trading them. So so gonna, if the team is willing to take him, they 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 maybe they have to come with that number eight pick because nobody because maybe no team would would want him. He's not a bad quarterback. 
what team you're going for, you know, you could go one or two either way. So I know you guys are probably going to flip-flop them too. Uh, Eaton is probably more the all, you know, like he's good out of the backfield as well as a good receiver. Uh, my number three, um, I wanted, I'm going to go Javante Williams, North Carolina. Um, I was between him and Michael Carter too from there, but I liked Williams a little bit more, a little, little bigger, um, a little bigger back um, as my number three. Number four, I'll go with Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis. I know you guys like him too. Um, and number five, I wanted to, I had, I had a couple of guys above him, above this guy, but I just liked his story. I love the kid's name, Chubba Hubbard. So I wanted to put him as my fifth guy. I love that he's, uh, he's from Canada, from Edmonton. I love seeing this. I love that story that he's, you know, grew up in Canada and he's, you know, possibly going to be, or he's definitely going to be drafted into the NFL, just a matter of how high, but I'm going to make him my fifth guy. He's not the fifth, but I just wanted to mention him. Just give him a little shout out. Uh, uh, I guess I'll go second. I'm, I'm going to let uh, you, Kyle, and you, Charmin, go go right ahead on the last two because my, I ain't get to really get to get to, to my studies too much. But, um, I, you know, anybody knows me. Love, love, love Najee Harris. Number one. Um, number one, Steph Harmon. Look, he, he, just, he just running, never gives up. Um, he still has to work on his blocking, but love love Najee Harris. Number one. Uh, number two, um, just like Chris said, like I had the same two picks as you, Chris, so I'm going to leave that long and short. Um, I had, uh, who was it, Gangwell? I had him as uh, number three. Um, kid, kid can really play. Uh, uh, I, like I said, I didn't get too, too much of my studies. So, sorry about that. It was due. It was due to things going on at home. That they know. They know what what it is. That's why I said I'm. I'm gonna let you, Charmin, go right ahead, and then Kyle, you can go last, and y'all can give them more details. Okay, you wanna go first? Um, sure. I said it should be pretty quick. Um, I have uh, I have Etienne as one, and. Najee Harris is two. I have Gainwell is three. Um, my four, I was having, I have a four, but it's like a four A and four B between uh, Chris's guy, Chubba Herbert, and uh, Khalil Herbert from um, Virginia Tech. Like to me, they're they're both pretty similar. So like literally you can flip a coin and you'd probably be good with either one. And um, my last one is probably, which is probably going to be on no one's list, but I really like um, Jared Patterson from Buffalo. It's a little wow. small guy, you know, I think it's like five, eight, five, nine, two, 210 pounds, but he's really shifty. And he runs, you know, he's a real reckless, abandoned type of runner. 
with, you know, with the shiftiness to him. And like only thing he did out there was score touchdowns, you know, 52 touchdowns in three seasons. You know, I know mm-hmm. the competition up there isn't maybe the top notch, but for me, grading running backs, it would, it's not this, to me, it's not the same as the quarterback because at the end of the day, whether you're playing, you know, top tier talent or bottom tier talent, a running back still has to find holes to go through. So to me, like, like to me, I said, t- he's my, um, he's my number five. Yeah. Um, I'll have a number five that, that nobody had it too, but, um, um, my number one, of course, is uh, is um, ATN. Um, ATN. I mean, um, you don't get the ACC would probably be the better conference in college football. You don't get to be. I think he was two-time ACC, ACC um, offensive player of the year. Yeah, you don't get to do that unless you're really good. Um, the company like. Just the combination of explosion, speed, body control, contact balance. I mean, all that stuff, man. And and at whatever speed you think he's going at that at that moment when he is approaching you, he has a, a second gear, and I think that separates him right there. Um, I think that's the only that's one of the things that separates him from from Najee Harris is the fact that he could get to the second level. And then outrun you with a second gear. I think that's the difference between him and Nashi Harris. I think Nashi Harris does almost everything that ATN does, except for the fact that he's not that explosive of a, of a runner as ATN is. So uh, Harris is my number two. Number three is uh, Javante Williams, and J- Javante Williams is a guy that, in, like, I don't think he's way, he's far behind those two, in my opinion. Watching him play, it, like I was, I was like really surprised at the the kind of uh, skill, you know, the level of physicality. You know, I know he did not have the production, but uh, he's a bigger guy, two twenty man. You're not tackling that dude on the first guy. Don't get him. You know, um, he catches the ball very well. So I, so he fits that versatile type back the same way that Najee Harris and uh, Travis ATN does, you know, he's not as tall as they are, uh, but he has the size and the physicality to go with that breaks a lot of tackles. The contact balance is ridiculous. So that's a big part of his game, man, that you can't really get him, get him running out of control. He always seems to be out of um, in control, very smooth runner. Um, And, uh, and uh, again, not a lot of uh, a lot of um, um, yards after the after contact with him. Um, my number three, my number three is crazy because I would like to be go with you guys and say Gainwell is my number three, but I'm not gonna go Gainwell. And the reason why I don't want to go Gainwell is because, in my opinion, he is a physic. He's more physical than his size says, which is what, like he's one ninety one. Um, like he weighs is five eleven, one ninety one, but he's still kind of slender, you know. So unless he puts a little bit more weight on there, man, if he could get up to two hundred, 
I would put him in I would put him in that category. But the fact that he's not that big kind of bothers me. Of course, um, um, he has all the traits. He has a lot of traits, but that's one of the reasons why I didn't I I didn't give him that, and I went with uh, Khalil Herbert. In my opinion, because Khalil Herbert is one of those guys that when I watch running backs, one of the things I love most about running backs is patience. And this dude has a pound and a half of patience and vision. He's like, he just takes his time and he is not the fastest. He is not the most explosive, but he is diligent. And a lot of the times within playing in the NFL, having a scheme and playing within the scheme, that's a perfect running back. You don't need him to be, um, you know, hey, he's going to run like for 70 yards or 60 yards on a play. But within that scheme, he could give you on any carry, you know, he'll fall forward and give you, you know, four yards, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're, 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 you're moving, you're moving the chain. So I really love Khalil, Khalil Hubbard. Um, I take Khalil Hubbard and uh, as my number, as my number four. And, uh, and this is like the controversial thing. Um, um, again, I think, I think uh, I would like to put, um, I would like to put um, Kenneth Gainwell here, but I would, I, again, he just he just seems like a, a second back in a in a tandem in my opinion for me um uh, so so i i like i like uh muhammad ibrahim that's that's my guy um big dude uh but he's not fast you know he's not a fast guy but he's just a big guy runs really well um uh gap scheme kind of guy so he's not really his own he's not gonna fit the jets really so you know, but his physicality kind of, uh, I love his physicality. Um, I love what he brings to the table that way. Um, and he's running, he's like a not like he's nonstop. Um, that's my guy. And, and I think, I think, I think of course, after him is a uh, gain well, in my opinion, but yeah, man, that's, that's my top five. So how many, uh, running backs do we have? Um, Getting drafted in the first in the first three rounds, uh, we know two two of them probably would go in the first round, but overall maybe the first three rounds. First three. Hmm. I mean, just to make it interesting, because we know two might go in the first round, so maybe one or two per se. So let, let's you know let's try to make this one more interesting, so <laughs> we can we can give a solid. I'll say five or six, maybe seven yeah. through three. Yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will give my guys like if the guys I would go like like of course like Davin said, Najee Harrison, Etienne, and Javante Williams. Those three, um, two of them might go in the in the first round, or maybe one of them go in the first round, and the other two go early second. Um, but in the second round, there's gonna be there's gonna be um, guys like Gainwell. Is gonna get drafted um, in the second round. Um, um, the 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 more the more um, explosive guys will go will go in the second round. Like um, uh, what's it, like I said I said Gainwell is one of them. Um, 
Uh, what's what's this other kid? Morelli too. Oh, who would you Jamar say, Jamar Car- Jamar um, Chris? Jamar huh? Jefferson. Jamar Jefferson. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, you know what? I I I think he's a third round. Um, yeah, I think he's a not second. I think he's more of a yeah. He's more of a third round pick, probably. Maybe even Trey Sermon. Uh, yeah, Sermon Hubbard, Hubbard, third round. Um, uh, maybe more. Right, we said seven. Yeah, you said yeah. So so if you're counting, you said the top three. Um, at least one or two will go in the second, in the first round. I think I I still I say one. Um, and I think everybody, uh, um, the other high end one, um, running backs, the uh, other two might go early second, um, late, late second too. Um, so, um, people like Gainwell would go, um, what's the kid's name that plays for, um, uh, all, all the, all the gadget guys, they, the, the guys that are really fast. They're gonna be. They're gonna be um, going, going early. They're going like late third or something like that. Um, um, if if I uh, the guys the guys I think that would be that would fit in a two running back scheme like running back by committee. Gainwell is one. Uh, another guy that I li- that I like that I didn't mention that's a little bit outside my top five is uh, Kylene Hill. Um, yeah, I think guys like that. But um, I like Hill too. <laughs> yeah, um, Michael Carter. That was the second running back to um, to um, yeah with Williams in North Carolina. To, to Williams in North Carolina. That I think that's another guy um, that that could go. I think he's go he goes third round. Um, um, Maybe more than seven. <laughs> it might be eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, That's the thing. I was thinking, I was thinking about know. nine myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's possible. It's a high yeah, number. It's gonna, it's, yeah, but um, but a lot of a lot of the guys that had the a lot of the guys are gonna be gonna be running backs, but they're gonna probably use them as slot receivers and stuff like that. A lot of them, they're probably gonna go go uh, in third in late third round too. You know. Uh, no, that's good because so, you know Buffalo needs a running back. <laughs> that's the only way how they might make it to the next level. So yeah, they're definitely drafting quarter uh, running backs, no doubt. They have to, yeah, because Singletary hasn't done nothing. Josh <laughs> oh. Allen can't be running, running for his life, or running all the time. Yeah, he really needs. Yeah, he he needs a a running. He did need a running game so bad. <laughs> They get a running game, they'll and they'll help Josh Allen a lot. It's not like he can't throw the ball. We saw what he did with Diggs. Now, so they they team is almost completed. You know, yep. so if they get a running back, they they'll be all right. They'll be ready to go. Yeah, um, but I think I think that's it. Um, any anything else? I, well, next week I know we have the wide receivers. Um, uh, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do our, uh, our first little 1.0 uh, mock draft, but um, I know the wide receivers is a lot is a lot more serious because it's we we have uh, plenty of guys that we like, including Charmin and Kyle. They might have to go with the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's looking like that. It's looking yeah. like that. Yeah. Next week. What'd you say, Chris? I'm saying wide receiver and tight ends next week. 
If, I mean, it, it all depends because I, like I said, if we, if Kyle and, and Charmin going with the top ten, it's going to, we, we going, we going to see, we, we going to see what's going on with that. But yeah, this look, just be on the lookout for next week episode, people. We, we're, um, we're doing this. This is two episodes. It's, uh, it's going to be two episodes a week. So, um, be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's it for that's it for the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Um, Kyle, if you want to, you can give them your uh, your Twitter name so they can follow you. Um, yeah, as I said, I just started my Twitter, so I don't have many followers. So, um, my Twitter name is um, Virgo Damus, so it's V I R G O D A M U S, Virgo Damus. And um, you can always follow us, myself, uh, Davin NY, the number two, and MD as in Maryland. Um, you got you got uh, Charmin, Grown Folk, nineteen eighty, and you got uh, Chris. Um, the C, what, what is it? CPI. Say, give him, give him your Twitter, Chris. CP7NY. There you go, CP7NY. Thank you. I'm, I don't know why I always get your joint, your, your name mixed up. I'm sorry about that, but that's <laughs> that's, that, that's it for the episode. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We do this for y'all every week. Until next time, we're out of here. Take a fight. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight.